That's okay. okay. We have a lot to cover today. We have a lot right. to cover. We uh, we do have a lot to cover. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Are you in a hurry? Six. Can we cover this, it all? Yes, we can because um, I'm developing a bit of a chest cold. So, uh, <laughs> so I uh, will not be going to jujitsu today. I will oh, be going cool. to the gym later because I don't care about spreading germs at the gym. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> when you go to the gym, what gym do you go to? I'm not talking about address. Is it a, is it a chain thing? or is Yeah, it a- I go to Planet Fitness. It's it's the only place that I can go that I can go to different locations. Because where I'm at, there's one in Grand Blank. But on the way to work, because I work, still work in Sterling Heights, there's several along the way. And I have to decide, like, you know, so I don't have Because I don't like the one in Grand Blank at all. No. Not, not that there's anything wrong with it. I just don't have a preference I, uh, for it. I just picked up a couple more kettlebells, and I'm doing I'm doing a coaching thing, like a four month, um, one on one strength and conditioning coach and nutrition coach. And really, I up an, yeah, I picked up an extra kettlebell and some horse stall mats to put into the garage and have a little area. And so I am uh, I'm done with the gym, and I'm I'm pretty excited, dude. Actually, to uh, to start taking that a lot more seriously. I think I think I'll feel a lot better on the mats as far as like maybe some nagging joint injuries um, yeah. by, by protecting them a little bit better with with something muscle. That I, I haven't been focused too much on, yeah. With some muscle and movement. Yeah, uh while you let's let, you know what? This is our show, right? Fuck yeah, it is. So, you know what? Who cares if people are ready? I'll tell you what you're listening to if you just stumbled into this. This is the Failure to Stop show, off-the-cuff edition, right? So, every Saturday morning, Dave, myself, and a lovely crew of members to the show on the YouTube channel and the Discord, watching us, hanging out with us, and we cover law enforcement-related news. We go out, we scour the internet, we patrol the internet. The danger It's a very dangerous place, to be honest with you. We could have been trafficked. Um... And so we're out there risking being trafficked and we come back with law enforcement related news that we cover off the cuff, our hot takes and discuss them. And we have a, we have a blast. If you do too, awesome. If you enjoy the show, that's great. Tell somebody about it. Uh, Subscribe, uh, hit the follow button on Apple podcasts or Spotify, leave a rating or a review, go to failure to stop.com and grab merch, buy a ghost bed. Dot com. Go to ghostbed.com and use the code Wolfpack and save. Get the bed. They're beautiful. They're amazing. Mm. I've got a little bed. It's a ghost bed. Um, yeah, so do that. And yeah, other than that, uh, my attitude is this is our show. And we're just going to kind of talk about what we want on the front end here to catch up. Because I, okay. I, I need to catch up with my friend. You know, people used to like that back in the day. Knowing all about our lives, my ups, my downs, my rivers, my bridges. Your medications, your diagnoses. The things I take, the things I don't take anymore, the things I should take but don't mm. take. The things you've done behind closed doors, the things you do under the sheets. The things I do over the sheets, the things I've done the in sheets, public. In the closet, while being filmed by me. <laughs> <laughs> We're off to a banging start, if you know what I mean. I think we could do a live show. I think we could sit on stage with two stools and... Hell yeah, we could. No preparation. Yeah, <laughs> just two guys, two, two wieners. <laughs> what? 
That's our live show. That's the that's the uh, <laughs> two guys. The tour two the tour name. Two wieners, two stools, two dudes. <laughs> oh my god! All right, so catching up on what we respectively did this week, um, I was unable to attend, uh, but yeah. you were able to attend. Yes, and I wasn't able to attend last time. Correct. You, you were. Weren't, you were not able to go last time, and <clears throat> so over the years, if you guys don't know, Five Finger Death Punch. Um, super, super supportive of law enforcement military. And um, they're, I think they might have surpassed or they're number two to Metallica in like all time, like downloads, like plays. Mm. It's pretty, pretty impressive, the the size of the band in terms of like their reach. But anyway, um, Zoltan Bathory, who is probably more of a patriot than most of us because he understands where he came from. <laughs> yeah. Um, He's, he's a member of the band, and he is uh, connected to the Gracie family uh, by his beautiful woman, and he yeah, is... By his wife and, and, and bent joints. <laughs> yeah. So. And he uh, he's a longtime judo competitor and now jiu-jitsu competitor, jiu-jitsu black belt, and uh, we've been connected over the years. I, I don't know where it started, but... Uh, he, he's a. <laughs> I can tell you if you want want to know. I know how it is. Angelo. How what is? So I can tell you how how Angelo got in touch with him. So yeah, tell An- me how Angelo got in touch with him. But so about he was ten- respect because me and yeah. Angelo was like, oh, he follows you too. So I think it was like just because Zoltan follows like law enforcement accounts and yeah. all that stuff, and that's how we connected. So Angelo about ten years ago had uh, Instagram. Like when it must have first come out, and he was posting a jujitsu video of some kind, and he saw that somebody liked it, and he's like, oh, "Okay," and he kind of you know clicks on to people who like it, and he saw this guy with a blue check. He's like, "I didn't know what the fuck a blue check was. How the hell is I supposed you know?" And he he clicks on. He's like, "Oh, these guys are in a band, I guess. I don't know, whatever. They're in a band," <laughs> and so um. He's like they started kind of like going back and forth every once in a while, you know, with conversation, and that's how that's how he ended up getting to know him much better, you know. So yes, yeah. yeah. So I was, it's I think it's a kind of an interesting story because it actually kind of culminated over a long period of time. So yeah, I was a fan of Five Finger Death Punch independently, and then like one day, Zoltan like commented on a post of mine on a video or something like that, and I was like holy crap right. i was like i didn't and i clicked on his profile and he was following me and i was like oh man that's cool i'm like one of my favorite bands of all time has somebody that follows me i'm like that's that's insane and uh and then we connected and so pre-covid times when you know the old normal um we uh we went to a concert in toledo brought some toledo cops and Try to show them a good time and stuff. And we got to roll with, uh, like, his head of security guy, who is uh, an animal on in his own right. Dude, he um, is a fucking animal. He is, dude. He's, he's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yako. Yeah. So he, he's a, and he's a really good dude. Um, so, yo, yeah. <laughs> uh, those, those two guys hung out with us. And Zoltan had a, a broken foot. I guess, like, I think it was, it was, one of his feet at the time was broken, so he couldn't roll, but he was like showing us throws and stuff like that and hanging out backstage. And this time the invite came around when they were coming to Detroit 
And I simultaneously um, had signed up for some business coaching. And a lot of you guys will know who the business coach is too. His name is Nick Kumalatsos. He's a former Marine Raider. Um, he's out there on the social medias. Fantastic dude. And uh, it was October 6th was the only day that it could be done. Like that's, that's, that's the day that I've got. And if you want this opportunity, you need to come down that day. Mm. And it's in Wilmington, North Carolina, which is fine. Like, it was a nice place. I went to Surf City, North Carolina. It was beautiful. It was cool. Great. Uh, but there is no direct flights from Detroit to Wilmington. That's for sure. And I was trying everything that I could to try to, like, because the agenda, he had us doing jujitsu at 5-something in the morning. And I'm wow. like, dude, I, I, I'm like, I have to get there. I'm like, I was looking for red eyes. Can I get a, like, can I do a red eye and get there and drive there on time? Or like, what can I right. do to still go to the concert? But I'm just like, man, that sounds terrible to try to do that. And so I had to just kind of accept the fact that this just time around, happen. just wasn't, just wasn't going to happen. <laughs> so, so I was doing jujitsu, but just with, with Nick instead of Zoltan and you guys. So. Uh. Yeah, so when we, yeah, this was, like I said, this is a really cool story for me because, um, well, let me let me preface it by saying I really didn't know anything about Five Finger Death Punch. And we've, you got, you teased me about it. And, and it's funny yeah, because I like I, metal. Do you really? Do you, Dave? I like the, Michael, I like the metal. Gosh. I um, wouldn't call them, though. I honestly wouldn't call Five Finger Death Punch a yeah, traditional would that metal, be, metal band. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. Hard rock. You, I just call them. Hot. Gosh, I feel like they're a little harder than that. So, well, here's here's my thing: is you know, it's just like that with country music for me. Like I used to listen, like my mom listened to country music, um, and had me grow up with country music. And no, I'm sorry, <laughs> I grew up with country music too, though. Classic so, country music, like Hank yeah, Williams. Like, yeah, not, we're not, we're, I'm not talking like right. freaking. Into Whatever. the 70s, like mine for like up into the 70s, even even into the 80s. My my mom really loved that. And so I grew up with country music. But then I stopped listening to newer country music. Um, but I still listen to older country music, you know. And it mm -hmm. wasn't until somewhat recently, a couple years ago, a few years ago, maybe that I started listening to newer country music again, because it's just different. It's just different than anything else on the radio. Um, but that's the same with with metal to me so i i grew up with like sepultura pantera of course metallica megadeth and so iron, i grew up iron, iron, maiden. iron maiden things like that yes uh judas priest uh dio so i i've had like that part in me for a long time yeah and it's not the only thing i've ever had in me either just so you ramstein know. yeah do no, ask me <laughs> husker do no i'm just kidding <laughs> uh, so but that was my my metal. I mean, I've been to seriously. I've been to Sepultura four times. I've seen Metallica. Oh my god, at least four times. Like I love. That's I love cool, metal. man. I, I've never gone to see Metallica, and I, I wish I. Yeah, I need to. I need to take Sherry before it's all said and done because that's like one of her you know, favorite bands too. I need to. I gotta tell you, that. as far as Metallica goes, um, they are they are even better in concert than to me than they are in the studio, and I can tell you this that I started listening to Five Finger Death Punch like on the way there yeah, uh, and the day before. And when Did you start concert, with their older stuff or start with their newer just, stuff? You know what? I just went from like the uh, iTunes. I just looked at like their most popular stuff and I just started oh, okay. kind of listening. Um, but I can tell you this, that 
to me, a a group a that can put a band that can put on a better live show than in in the studio. Oh, dude, their live shows are freaking shows killer. how professional they are, and these guys, uh, their live show was they, they kill it, don't they? Was amazing it was absolutely ridiculous so but that's that's my thing so i'm i grew up with like for me it's been you know you kind of get stuck it's like when you like see an old guy dressed in shit from the fucking 60s because he just his his fashion froze there i think music does that a (laughs) lot of times too like joyce is very different like she just can listen to anything as as, anytime a new song comes out that's what she i'm just kind of not like that you know Oh, never mind. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that was me. So I that's why I hadn't listened to Five Figure Death because I my my metal days froze, you know, back in the early '90s or or you know what I mean. So, yeah. um, but oh my god, dude! And I so now I'm like I'm kind of back trying to get back and just kind of see because there's so many bands, right? I mean, there's there's no way I'm going to catch up. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> but starting to listen to Five Finger Death Punch. Like I'm like, dude, these guys they they do have it's 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 a different genre, you know what I mean? Yeah. As far as like how, like you said, it's it's kind of a hard rock, but it's also metal too because it's that band that'll like freaking just fucking riff, and then all of a sudden he'll start singing, you know? So it's kind of it has that really cool element, man. It was it was a blast. So we get there. I got there first. Uh, didn't get lost, and the good thing is, is it was on the way home for me. Pine oh. is on the way home from work. So I'm all dressed up like an idiot. Uh, I get there. I'm wearing my... <laughs> Your security uniform. No, I don't... I wish. That would be yes, great. Yes, you do. I don't wear a uniform. You have a badge. I don't have a badge. I wish you've I had got, a... You've got I, like... I don't. Some I type promise. of ranking insignia too. No, like a flying I actually just wear... Eagle. Uh, you got eagles on your lapels like you are the commander. Let me tell you. That would be fucking hilarious. You probably work for Detroit that. Dust. I would, oh my God, yes. <laughs> Dale Just, Brown. That's part-time. <laughs> so I get there and I'm wearing, because uh, I, I have 5'11 pants, that's what I usually wear, and I have like nicer shoes and a polo, and I have my readers like attached to my, to my center. Yako's like, like hey, Zoltan, get old at this guy. Hey, Check watch this, this guy. guy out. Out. Why has he got to have a New York accent? He's like Hawaiian. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. So we get there. <laughs> And let me tell you, uh, they said, okay, they'll text Pierre when we get there and all this other stuff. So we do. And he is, first of all, Pierre, on a text message. So, you, you know, normally you see a text message. You're going, I don't really know what to take from this. I don't know if this guy fucking hates me or if he loves me, right? Yeah, like yeah. Some text, That's how text messages are. Every text from Pierre was like whimsical. Like it was like he was like, why, that's no problem at all. I can do that. Yes, we. I can't wait to see you. Like everything, like you could. It was pouring out of this thing. Yeah. So we get there. Pierre meets us. Not what I expected. Now I don't know why, because I'm going to a, a metal concert. Oh, oh bonjour, David. Yeah. No, <laughs> Pierre is, I think, Swedish, and he is tattooed all the way up his neck, up all the way, like everything. It's like this little, ma- like a hood mask. All the rest of it's tattoos. So I was like, oh, you're Pierre. Interesting name. I would think that you'd be like Death Dog or something like that, but no. <laughs> so um, he welcomes us and he brings us back uh, and we meet Yako. That's his name, right? Yako? Yako, yeah. I love that name. And that's uh, that's Zoltan's uh, bodyguard. And so he meets us. 
he's super fucking nice. He's super yeah. nice. And he's a pretty intense guy too. Like when you like when he's working, uh, he's like a whole different guy, you know. Yeah. He yep. he very much takes his his job seriously. But we go back there and we go back in the area where they're catering food. They're like, "Oh, you eat whatever you want, drink whatever you want." And I didn't I know this sounds dumb. I just didn't want to impose. Like I didn't yeah. know anything oh, I, about dude, these guys. Oh, dude, I get it, man. I, get I brought it. I brought fucking almonds and like a protein shake type thing. Like that's <laughs> I, like I just I did not want to impose. And these guys had the the gamut of food, and uh, we're sitting in the little I will call it a cafeteria type thing for a long ass time because Zoltan the, the band is like in a meeting. Yeah, and he's just talking to like to, like we're regular dudes, and uh, meaning meaning like. We weren't talking about band stuff or whatever. Just talk about family, you know? Yeah. And, uh, dude, he is like, he, I think he's got to be old, as old or probably older than me. Maybe close. I forgot what how old. No, I think he is younger. He is younger because he would make fun of Angelo, which is funny because Angelo is really old. Um, <laughs> he is younger, but he had like he has like a lot of kids, and like some ado- like adopted kids. Like he, this guy is like a good dude. Like he. He really puts it forward, you know, and uh, and but nothing like braggart side. Like he's very, very like matter of fact and just kind of kind of loose. And so we go go back there and uh, we finally oh we get our we go into Zoltan's room. He's not there. We get dressed, get in our geese. We start walking out and we're passing. It's hilarious because I didn't realize this place is huge. Pine Knob in the back is is huge. There's of course, there's those band boxes and, and containers everywhere. Yeah, and you know, Megadeth passes us, and the, the, their their bodyguard Megadeth Dave, is awesome. Yeah, I guess Dave <laughs> is a purple belt, the singer for Megadeth, and uh, his bodyguard is a old school black belt. And he was like, the, and that guy's like, hey, oh my god, I want to, I'll be, I'll be up there if I can. He didn't get to make it, but so we're in our geese and looking like idiots, you know, passing by everybody, and uh, we go to the back of Pine Knob up, up a hill into the woods. And I thought we were going to die. I thought that was it for us. I just thought there maybe there was some sacrifice. I didn't know much about it. was part of Megadeth's show. Yeah. Human I just sacrifice. wasn't sure what was going to happen. But we get there. There's like a deck up there. And it's already... It, has, it looked has, badass, dude. Dude, it was awesome. It was surrounded by woods. And it had, um, had mats already placed down. And Zoltan's just sitting there. And he's on the phone. And he's pissed about some some chick like just i mean she was like trying to call him out on something like so this young girl was like i guess on the deck and just being a total bitch you know and so anyway so he's he gets off the phone and he's all smiles dude he is like all smiles we meet him and we just start talking about jujitsu like for the longest time, you know, um, we're just sitting on the mats. You know how that is. You just nobody's rolling first. Nobody really knows each other that well. Then we start rolling. I roll. You know, we roll for quite a while. Matter of fact, we rolled up into we. The first band was was playing while we were still rolling, and uh, just I had a great time. Uh, I you know Zoltan is a world class like judo guy. And he is there. You guys are <laughs> up in the woods. Yeah, and, uh, and you look see, like I you're told you, about ready to do a mean, mean guard pass here. You know it. You know it. But <laughs> see that he's he's all smiles. Yeah. And when when you like, if you do something that he he was impressed by or or thought he he would just be like, okay, how how did you do this? You know, very inquisitive about everything. 
And uh, that's the one thing I did find out, like, as I started talking to him, is that he's very, like, uh, Angel called it cerebral. Like, yeah. his, how he thinks his mind, he's like 53 years old or something. How his mind works is pretty, like, interesting, you know? Yeah. And so um, we, we rolled for a while, and then they're like, okay, well, we got to get going. We went back down there, and we just sat. And I thought we were going to, like, just kind of see the other shows. We stand with Zoltan and just alone in his room, um, just like me, Angelo, and Zoltan. That's it. Yeah. For I swear to God, it was like two hours. Like this guy, like he had great stories, great wisdom. Um, just, oh, and kind of back it up. Like he showed us a lot of judo stuff. Like standing, like that. He's like turned into a judo slash uh, jujitsu kind of like what why this works in jujitsu ju- you know what I yeah mean? yeah um and then he's like no no let's record it so you guys can have it and, you know just like i said dude he's pretty fucking awesome and yeah. like i said we were we talked he's like just uh there's there's a handful of people that you know that are that are like this and henzo gracie is like this too yes gives 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 just adds value to people yeah, it's with like a smile it's, on his and face. it's so freaking genuine. It's almost yeah. disarm. It's almost disarming. How that, how yes. kind, how kind and and genuine. They they. He looked forward to you guys coming there as much as you looked forward to going there. I, you know what? If I not love more, that you said so. that. I love that you said that because, like I said, I didn't know anything about Five Finger Death Punch. I'm not starstruck. I don't. I don't sure, get starstruck. Yeah. I'm the anyway. same way. I don't really. I think I, I'm like, oh, that's cool, but I don't. I don't yeah. really like fangirl kind of a thing. Usually. No, I, I don't do that with anything. I mean, maybe maybe Nathan Fillion. You know, obviously, clearly he's <laughs> what a, a terrible man. What a terrible show. The rookie. But stop it. Um, but so we, we like for a couple hours to the point where, like you said, I love that you said that. It it, it really is very disarming. He's so genuine, and and. Uh, then Yako comes in. He's like, hey, um, I'm sorry. I got to kick you guys out. You know, the show starts in 20 minutes. And Zoltan looks at me. He goes, 30 minutes. And he's like, no, come on, boss. We, it's 20 minutes. We got to get 30 minutes. And he's, he's like, boss, and really? He's like, 30 minutes. <laughs> Yako goes, fine. You have 10 minutes. <laughs> so, because he really just was that, like, like I said, I feel like I honestly felt like we had known him for a while, you know? Yeah. And so we get up and uh, after the whatever, a few minutes and get up to so he can change. And uh, dude, he just he's all hugs, you know, and this is so he's there to work. This is his concert. Mm-hmm. Why do I feel like it's my concert? Because seriously, that's the way him and his whole crew makes you feel they like do. it's your it's concert. Crazy, dude. So we get there and Zoltan comes out and his, you know, his how he's dressed and he's got his his is it like a Tai Chi outfit on. Yeah, it was like yeah, it was kind of like a tai chi outfit with shorts. Yeah, his kung fu outfit. Like, yeah, I love it's it. awesome. And his top knot is just freaking like sticking up. And it's, it, like I said, it's it's pretty cool. And so he's like, "Come on, let's go!" And like Pierre's there and and Yako, and we go. And I'm all of a sudden like we're behind the stage, like right in the back. And then we come to stage right, if you want to call it that. And he's like, "Yeah, you guys, you know, hang out here, you know, whatever you guys want, blah blah blah." So. He's like, he visited us in between set. Like, <laughs> like seriously, wait, what the fuck is this? Like, this guy's working and he still comes over to see how we're doing. 
what the hell? And not just that, but Pierre is coming over asking us, like, and not at the same time, all different times. Hey, do you guys want water or anything? No, Pierre, work. Just, I'm, a, I'm a nobody here. Like, I don't, like, I'm just a guest, you know? Yako's like fist bumping, and he's, like I said, he's a whole different person. He's, he's so intense. I, you know, he really, yeah. really takes his job seriously, which is fucking great. Which is, and after the whole thing is done and over with, we had a great time to get back there it's like 11 30 i gotta be up at 5 30 and I, it's gonna take me a little bit to get home and uh he's like oh you guys are leaving so soon <laughs> like he's just that he gives uh, he gives me two big hugs because like i said he's like you you guys your family he goes if you guys and right before we left the room he's like if you guys need anything to eat and anything to drink it's unlimited supply please and so uh he's like just so you guys know at any time if you ever you know want to visit in anywhere in in the country or anywhere in the world your that's family funny. your family i'm like oh my god this guy seriously is like, like that's how genuine he is and i thought i thought for sure <clears throat> i had this i had a very similar experience right uh when we first went to the show it was it sounds like you guys even had more a lot more personal time than just the the schedule of what we had going on in Toledo but um i don't he got, I think he got my number. There was like, a, I ended up somehow in this massive WhatsApp text thing. It was all jujitsu mm. related. Mm-hmm. And there was some big jujitsu names in there. And I didn't even know Zoltan was in that group. Somehow mm. he's in there. Henzo is in there. Zoltan, like, and I didn't, I didn't know because I don't have these people's numbers saved. So I don't, I don't know who they are. I'm just in this group of like 200 people. That is like cops who train jujitsu and jujitsu people, right? And so I think he got my number off of that somehow. Uh, and all of a sudden, one day, I start getting these text messages of like memes and something else, and I'm like, "What is this?" And I'm like, "I don't, I have no idea who it is." So I'm like playing along, going, "Like, I don't know what the running joke was. I wonder if I have him saved still those messages." And it turns out it was it was Zoltan, like got my number off this thing it's just like <laughs> messing with me and then i'm like and then there was another day i was getting text messages from another random phone i'm like who the hell is this and uh and then it was him on a different number i'm like what the heck dude how many phone numbers you got he's like i have a i have a home phone i've got an international phone i've got this i'm like he's off somewhere in the rest of the world i'm like and i'm like that's when i knew i'm like dude this guy's like genuine this isn't yeah. like this isn't like oh i got a kind of do the I, I, you know I do these VIP things when I'm on tour, but this is like, he's he's completely he genuine. really is yeah. It it's funny after at the very end we're all we're leaving. Pierre showing us out and uh, walks us to our car. You know I'm clutching my purse. I'm scared. I'm at a metal concert, <laughs> but and your <laughs> and your on. grips are tired from jujitsu. You wouldn't oh, be able to Lord. defend yourself. Yeah, I would not be able to defend myself properly. And uh, <laughs> well, I forgot that I was I was wearing my. Oh, I I don't know where this came from. I, guess I'm still, <laughs> I dropped it again. Still oh. wearing this thing, but he he said that these are uh, all the you know all you know access are good for the whole year. I'm like, what? he goes so anywhere you see us in the world, if you want, you just come back. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? This is ridiculous. So so I was super glad. It was a great. It was a fantastic experience. More so um, because um, and I and I said this as Olton is that. Um, he surrounds himself with very, very 
good people. He sur- yeah. sur- uh, clearly surrounds himself with great people. Yep. So that's why I, I just wanted you guys to know if you guys are a fan of Five Finger Death Punch, it was uh, it was a joy. Like it re- was an honest joy being able to to meet them and hang out with them. Uh, jiu-jitsu be damned. Honestly, it was it, you know even the concert be damned. Th- how those guys are, they yeah. are stand up human beings and so it yes. was it was a great experience that was that was the the best part for me is meeting just meeting them and uh and meeting guys with you know obviously it's always nice to meet somebody that loves jujitsu but everybody's so different you know and these guys these guys are just the real deal so it was a lot of fun heck yeah man yeah i uh i still chat every once in a while with uh his the former pierre he had a different guy mm-hmm. um before pierre um who now works at a bar in like Crazy. Lake Erie or whatever. And uh, he's from, he's from Harper Woods and he ended up, you know, moving back over this way and stuff like that. But yeah, he was in town like, and he, he texted us like, Hey, what's up guys? Like, it was like me and Angelo, like I'm going to be in town for a couple of days. You want to grab dinner? Yeah, like, that's awesome. Not connected to the, sh- to, to the show, to the yep. band, nothing like, I'm like, dude, all these people are just so freaking nice, man. Like, yeah, awesome. it was. It's great. I, I don't know what else that I was supposed to expect, but it was just it's just nice meeting meeting guys like that. So that was cool. You know, Teresa, I would have uh, I would have totally met up with you. We would have we would have rocked out. I would have banged my head. Yo, like this. yo, <laughs> like that. <laughs> mm. that. See, that's why I can't even headbang anymore. I get, probably get a headache. I'm just so, <laughs> that's how old that. I am. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're just a casual concert <laughs> observer more than a concert goer. <laughs> Let me tell you, I, this is embarrassing because I've gained uh, about ten pounds, and I got to tell you, of all no, rock just, solid muscle. No, I wish I had brought a pair of jeans that no longer fit me, and I didn't try them on beforehand. So I was forced to wear my oh, my five wow. eleven pants. I was like, oh god, this is awkward. Ugh. God, there's nothing worse. I had to wear my, they were like light tan 5.11s with a t-shirt. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious, dude. With your nice shoes still? No, I had tennis shoes. I had tennies. I had sneakers. You don't wear Bates boots or anything? You don't wear Danners for work? No, 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 no. I, yes, uh, you I do. have Skechers. I have no, Skechers. No. I do. And you've got I a have. gold pinstripe down the navy blue pants that you wear. <laughs> and a white. It has to be a white button up. Short sleeve with a tie. <laughs> yeah, you went Columbus, Ohio style. The, the, the yes, exactly. Cincinnati or Columbus white white yep. shirt. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. What a nerd. That all right. So nerdy. Um, well, we've talked for we talked quite a while about That's catching right. up. I I oh they were fucking skinny jeans at this point, Dave. Yeah, they were absolutely. <laughs> I got a real real problem. Yeah. Yeah, I was uh, waking up at 4.30 a.m. to prepare for jujitsu and getting... I, I woke up to the pictures uh, mm. of you all. And uh, as I drove as I drove to the middle of nowhere, North Carolina, to uh, <laughs> to roll at quarter to six class in the morning. But it was fun. It was it was a good time, man. I, I love that. I do love that about jujitsu, how it brings so many different people together like that. It's Absolutely. Really, it's really cool. Like, I can drop into... A class, which is really crazy because of how decentralized jujitsu really is. But for the most part, yeah, there's a little nuances here and there. But for the most part, you know, you're gonna feel at home at a 
and any reputable, <laughs> you know, yeah. reputable academy like that you drop into, like the the basic premise and flow is generally about the same, and um, everybody's always welcoming and yeah, yeah, it's just awesome, man. I love it. So I got to do that with some. Uh, I guess it's a real big Marsoc community, Marine community around that area. I guess there's mm. a base, a base not too far, um, and so. A lot of the uh, military and law enforcement dudes train early in the morning before they get to work and all that stuff. So it was good. It was a good time. Mm, that's good. Hey, I know I was kind of teasing about who shows up to an open mat at five forty-five in the morning, but you said like ten people. I'm like, oh, yeah, man. it was. It was a lot. I that's... thought it was. I thought it was going to be open mat, um, but it's an. It was an actual class, so it was. Uh, but it was fun. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Like <laughs> uh, a uh, roll with Zoltan or cuddles with Nick. Um, well, cuddles with Nick because uh, Nick I I can handle on the mats. Zoltan is a different story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're all. They're all I, I stand a ch- I stand a chance with uh, with Nick. I don't stand a chance with Zoltan. <laughs> different. Uh, there's levels to the game, Teresa, and uh, I know where I, I know where I fall on that scale. So. Um, well, cool. All right, we got, uh, dude, dude. Got, I can go I've got day. a shit ton of news. So I, I, so do I. Like I said, it's guys and girls. It has been a freaking busy week in news. In the this, news. In the news. And you know the dumb thing is, Elijah still forty-two minutes later, still not fucking. Yeah, there. he said he's coming, but he'd be late. <laughs> that guy doesn't ever come. If you know what I mean. If you know what loser. I mean, he is a loser. Um. Dude, there was actually, I guess I'll just, I'm not going to cover it, but a lot of cops attacked and or killed this week, too. It's crazy. Uh, a lot by God. teenagers. <gasps> we. 14-year-olds. I saw more. two different stories about 14-year-olds killing or stabbing cops. We, we had a high school. Uh, if you go to police posts, it's on there. I'm, I mean, we're not, breaking, we're not breaking down anything specific today, but uh, a school resource officer got front body locked and slammed to the ground and beat the cop up. Uh, the kid yeah. was ultimately arrested, but um, that problem is solvable in about, I don't know, three minutes of training yeah. um, to know how to defend a front body lock. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, it's exactly what we would do at the cop class, like at Warrior Way. Like I'm, I, I saw this happening. I'm like, oh my gosh, dude, this is like it's day one silly. stuff right here. Yeah. I just slap. I start slapping with both hands. Uh. <laughs> Hey, more important than de- than dead and injured cops. Okay, that's all bad. Is your asshole? Is your our uh, our non? Oh, we got to bring up our new. We got to bring up the drama. We yes, are. Girls, we, we had another one. We, we had another disappointed to customer. To be sued again, I think. This is another, great. This means another we're doing lawsuit something potential. Right. <laughs> this is amazing. Oh, Mike, right, you got to read go. a little bit of this. Here we go. Uh, we got a message uh, from a fan, Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracies. Um, you guys should absolutely be embarrassed by that disgusting episode you released about child trafficking. We and our followers, <laughs> they speak for all 2.5K followers. Wow. We They had a meeting. <laughs> Unbeknownst to us, they had a meeting of the followers out. And they all unanimously decided, okay, just lost any and all respect for you. 
Not one dissent among all the 2,500. Especially being former police officers, y'all should be ashamed. So now Tansy handles the the IG messages. So he he sent me some screenshots like, get a load of these guys or whatever. So Tansy says, what are you talking about? Which episode are you referring to? The government-sponsored human trafficking one or the one we did with Dan Holloway? The episode is one of our best. I don't think there has... We have done a child trafficking one yet. Uh, he said, can we trust human trafficking stats is the title. Uh, oh, that went up today. That's Mike and Dave. Let me listen to it. I'll let you know. <laughs> sure thing. I know it wasn't uh, wasn't everyone, but our community was heated. Apparently, the whiskey, beer, and conspiracy community was very heated about this. It's probably the beer side. Yeah. Those beer guys. Little iffy. And we'd ask for a public apology for it. This is the second public apology demand in, in as many weeks. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> I, feel, I feel like we're doing so the right true. thing here, Dave. Uh, because laughing about a claim that many children come up missing is disgusting, to say the least. Oh, my God. Tansy said... Just listen to that portion of the episode and know you clearly didn't listen to the whole episode or it would clearly. be clear to you that we aren't our anti-child trafficking and that the debate was over inflated numbers to support political agendas. If you demand a public apology, you probably aren't the demographic we appeal to anyway. Thanks for your input and we strongly disagree. We expect an apology for you disagreeing with us. <laughs> Good job, Tansy, on, Hell yes. uh, on uh, going to bat there. That was good. Inflated numbers based on what? I don't know. Like, literally. The oh fact that gosh. we actually. The fact that we actually just broke them down on the show. Okay. The <laughs> fact that you believe it isn't possible. You provided <sighs> no evidence. That's actually the exact opposite of what we did. To providing the inflated numbers other than saying it can't be possible. Therefore, it must not be true. Perhaps Ooh. you have heard about Epstein or the Franklin scandal or the Finders cult or John of God. Or perhaps you have never heard of Operation Underground Railroad that operates in 22 countries. Those must have been one of one-offs though, right? <laughs> oh, my God. My res- uh, Oh, Eric's response still. Uh, we did an episode on all of that and even did an Epstein episode that YouTube took down and demonetized the channel for. So there's that. In short, numbers from all our side are easy to inflate to support government agencies' existence. Use of force statistics are like 200 times higher than they were three years ago because departments added handcuffing as a use of force. That is true. The number game is an easy debate that can have several opinions, none of which demand an apology. Demanding an apology is so 2022, and we are more like <laughs> 1980s guys. Sorry. <laughs> we are. Oh, my God. Well, nothing left to say. Good luck with your show. And I oh. couldn't resist, so, <laughs> so oh. I did and said, this is Mike talking on this message. You literally did not listen to the episode. If you did and still don't understand what we were saying and have not taken the time to broadly listen to our content about trafficking, you're intellectually challenged. Tell your followers to suck my nuts if they don't like me. You can put this message public too. I'm not pro-child trafficking in any way, shape, nor form and have never laughed at anyone legitimately being harmed or kidnapped. Get bent. <laughs> get, get bent. We are 80s. That's very 80s. Uh, I got a two thumbs up reply. And then Tansy went one extra step and circled 
um, circled their pro free speech tag in their bio, <laughs> and then and then just left him on red. And what's your point oh, here? And then yeah. just then just completely ignored him from there. So they demand oh, an apology. Yeah. We will not give it. Wait. So what is the actual Sorry. website or the Instagram? Oh, uh, whiskey underscore beer underscore n underscore conspiracies. Yeah. Fuck off. Yep. Idiots. You guys are fucking idiots. Yeah. It's you're it's dumb. so amazing how sensitive people can be about all we want people to do is start thinking critically. Critical thinking is something that's compl- clearly fucking lost. Yep. And the idea is that numbers, um, although sometimes good, can also be skewed in a fucking horrible way. That's all we're saying. Use your fucking brain. Question everything. And that's like such an old school saying, right? Like that's really like old school 80s punk. Respect all, fear none. Question question authority. Question everything. And it's true. Fucking do it, you know? And don't ever listen to my fucking show again, you idiot. Please. Yeah, you're not allowed. You're we not, don't you want are, you. You've been banned, bro. Hope you got bored just talking about jujitsu and five finger death punch and left. Yeah. I hope you fell asleep, not, <laughs> but but like a fitful sleep, not not a peaceful sleep, like like on a ghost. I hope bed, you like toss and turn. One. I think we really showed him Canadian style how mad we are. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I hope after you pee, there's still a little bit of dribble in your underwear and it m- annoys you. What? <laughs> that's that's oddly specific. That's oddly specific. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! gosh. <clears throat> Fucking um, idiots. Oh, anyway, this is anyway. I'm glad well, you this has been a good show that. so far. We've talked nothing about. You we've know what? We're just catching people up on our lives, man. Dude, we this we have we've not lived up whatsoever, even a little bit, to the theme of the show today. <laughs> <laughs> And we've been going for 51 minutes now. We haven't been able to talk much about you, though. Is your syphilis still bothering you? It's a flare-up every once in a while, but the medication's got it mostly under control. That's nice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, All right. I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven windows open plus a video. So I've got eight eight options uh, here. Dude, I have a a bunch of shit, too, dude. It's, It's nonstop. It's awesome. This is a great week. I feel like we should go forever on this podcast. This is like <laughs> we a just world. started impromptu live telethon <laughs> to raise money for conspiracies <laughs> about kidnapping. This might be a Guinness size fucking podcast, <laughs> <laughs> and none of it will be police related. <laughs> not one, not one police story. <laughs> oh my god! Go ahead, go go hit us. Hit me with your best shot, Mike. For Hit me talk with 80s. your best shot. Mm. Uh, man, which one do I want to? I want you to start out. Talk about first. I want. I want you to start out with a pow, pow. Yeah, pow. <sighs> this is the. Uh, I'm just gonna go in order. I'm just gonna go in order of what caught my attention. Okay. That'll be. It'll be the simplest way. Uh, and I don't know how this pertains to law enforcement other than somebody's got to enforce this somewhere. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> yes. Um, the PayPal police will enforce this. This is Good. from the da- This is from the daily wire. 
new PayPal policy lets company pull $2,500 from users' accounts if they promote misinformation. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Seriously? Yeah, dude. A new policy update from PayPal will permit the firm to sanction users who advance purported quote unquote misinformation or present risk to users quote unquote well being. And I, don't, I mean, that's a it's a what? very broad thing. So that means like, well, if I offend um, a guy who thinks he's a girl and that offends her his her being, can I can they shut my store down and find me? You know, I don't what? know. The financial services company, which has repeatedly deplatformed organizations and individual commentators for their political views, will expand its quote-unquote existing list of prohibited activities on November 3rd. Among changes are prohibitions on, quote, the sending, posting, or publication of any messages, content, or materials that promote misinformation or present a risk to user safety or well-being. Wait, it's PayPal, though. Yes, it is PayPal. Users are also barred from the promotion of hate, violence, racial, or other forms of intolerance that is discriminatory. What is that? Wait, wait, hold. I guess deliberations will be made at the sole discretion of PayPal and may subject the user to damages, including the removal of twenty five hundred quote unquote debited directly from your PayPal account. Oh, that that will never hold in any kind of court. No fucking way. No way. But wait, the, the move ask, comes though. days after PayPal canceled three accounts linked to Toby Young, a commentator who runs a nonprofit called Free Speech Union. The organization has defended clients such as actor and comedian Russell Brand, who recently moved his show from YouTube to Rumble. Wow, even Russell Brand is moving off of YouTube to Rumble. Wow, I mean, because he's a, he's a leftist for the yeah. most part. Well, you know? I mean, yeah, he's he's yeah he's a leftist. He he leans left, but he's more he is an independent. Yeah, guy, but yeah, I, I think he's. But yeah. I think he rubber banded a little bit back to the middle. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Over, I think he's like since an old COVID school times. old school Democrat. Let's, let's yes, call yes, yes. Um. So yeah, I mean, well, it's here. How, yeah, but how is it that PayPal has any interaction with people in that kind of manner? They're just an exchange. Like I use PayPal to pay for shit all the time. Yeah, get this, but you won't see me like going, hey. Blacks are dumb. It's more like, in the like comment section. Like, what is it for? I don't get it. I don't know where. I I think it's in connection, probably in connection to your official accounts that link to like if PayPal processes payments for you. I think that's where it is. Like, so as Mike so the cop, weird. you know, connected to the show, PayPal is one of the options to pay like on our store. So if they saw something there, they could. Well, do that's that. even more broad, right? Like, get meaning- this. PayPal has also sanctioned Gays Against Groomers, a group that opposes the sexualization of children, as well as the evolutionary biologist Colin Wright and journalist Ian Miles Chung. This company features a rainbow-colored banner on a social media platform during the month of June, affirming that the platform is open for all, and PayPal UK still sports the banner. Um, yeah, so they're, they're, they're censoring people, deplatforming people, and and even tightening the reins even more. And by tightening, I mean what? they're expanding it to some undefined amount of who gets That's... to dis- PayPal's sole discretion of whether it's hate or misinformation. So we're saying that basically, if uh, somebody utilizes, we'll say we'll say somebody bought a, a shirt from our show or whatever. Yeah. That if if PayPal deemed our show to be like hate speech or something, that they might take the twenty five hundred dollars from 
the buyer or the seller? No, from us. <laughs> from our account. I see. That's that's insane because, yeah, okay. That's okay. I, I'm kind of speechless on this one. I'm not sure exactly where to. Well, the reason this comes well, well, we talked we talked about before the hate speech police, right? Like I titled the episode about that, like where the in Germany they're showing up at yeah. the door, knocking on your door, taking your laptop as evidence because you posted quote unquote hate speech. Yeah. It's like this is this is the direction that things are moving, and we've gotta I, gotta stand against it. This is and this is why we were talking about uh, statistics last week. So because if yeah, everything's racist, PayPal. nothing's racist is if everything, you know, it's the same thing. Yeah. And I just it it's it's blowing up, man. It's blowing yeah. up. So I just it's can't like see un- that unless people though. stop, you know, you know, what would change PayPal's mind in a heartbeat is if 50 percent of their customers said, well, that's unacceptable and yeah. left them. Yeah. Absolutely. Then they'd be like, well, shit, we're sorry. We didn't mean that. Yeah, because once again, a business is trying to dictate the morality of of individuals, yeah. and in a broad broad scope, it's not. They're not just dictating by going like, like everybody's like against murder, right? Like it's not like that. It's more like not that that's you know, it's more like I think personally that this is offensive, so. 2500 ching like it just makes there's no rhyme or reason no consistency it makes no sense whatsoever yeah yeah it's so great. i can't just say that i don't like black people and a comment in paypal and they're going to take money from me then yes. i can't do that or can i do that i don't know will they, will they take the money from black people yes or they take it <laughs> <You're> like <laughs> yes that's yes. how confusing For everything. this is to me i have no idea i'm just I'm, like, in the, I'm that confused i'm like so that's that's how that works yes okay. <laughs> thanks it's it's yeah. asinine, guys. Yeah, this is this is getting out of hand. So that's uh, oh, that's the you first thing that caught my eye. I do have to say though, um, that I do like black people. I just I wanted to get that out there, um, yeah, because I I said that I didn't. It was that was a in jest. I oh, do, yeah. I do not all black people, but I, I, I was like, about ready, I was about ready to make an old school joke, and I'm not going to. No, because you will have to demand an apology. So, because I will lose twenty five hundred dollars. Yes, you will. I'll take it from <laughs> you. <laughs> All right, uh, what do you got? Okay, man, I, I like I have to reset here because I that was amazing. Ooh, here we go. Oh, this is an interesting article uh, from the Wall Street Journal. U.S. believes the Ukraine was behind an assassination of Putin. Uh, Ally's daughter. The Kiev uh, government is responsible for killing Daria Dugina, or Dugina, American spy agencies concluded. And it's weird because um, I thought that everybody was supposed to love the Ukraine and hate Russia because we were told to do so. Mm-hmm. In Washington, U.S. intelligence agencies have concluded that Ukraine was responsible for the August assassination outside Moscow of the daughter of a prominent far-right-wing Ru- Russian I- ideologue uh, a u.s official said the uh, u.s wasn't aware beforehand of the operation that killed daria dugina the official said in washington has formally complained about it to ukraine's government now i don't even have to read any more on that let's just say can we just for once admit hey what do you hey (laughs) (laughs) she's trying to sneak so i had to expose her 
Um, it's amazing to me that, um, once again, it's business as usual. It's politics as usual, business as usual. Uh, the, this is the Americans acknowledging that the Ukraine specifically did an assassination an mm-hmm. assassination. I wonder how that goes with. Uh, oh, they're not part of NATO, so maybe oh, they don't have to. Oh, maybe they don't right. have to go by the rules. They don't have to go by the rules. Um, all they have to do is have sad little fucking uh, frowny faces. Um, so, they go um, just in case apologies. you guys haven't connected the dots, I just want to make it very, very clear. Your tax dollars were taken from you, and without it. W- w- <laughs> If you didn't talk to your representation, you should have. But uh, yeah, the, your money was sent uh, to the people that assassinated a, a political rival. Yeah, just <laughs> a, yeah, a, a a person who I, I mean, I don't know who this person was, but I can tell you that they. Well, were, all, all you need to know is that she, was, according to the Wall Street Journal, was a far right ideologue. Yeah, that's it. That's all you need to know. That's really all you do. So she probably had it coming. If she was far right ideologue, yep. Put put the bumper stickers. It softens on. the bl- it softens the blow of an assassination. Change your Facebook banner. <laughs> Get it all going. I, you know, and this is the dumb shit. All the people who got pissed at me for mocking people changing their um profile photos to the freaking yeah. Ukraine flag and all this other stuff. <laughs> they're Stupid. all strangely silent now. Strangely disappeared from my life. It's weird. Once again question everything and hey look if you are a ukrainian are you if you're a russian i fully expect you to be in full support of the country that you're from uh it's this but this is not a fucking nfl team you idiots you can't just fucking root for the fucking ukrainian fucking devil dogs (laughs) <laughs> because the fucking U.S. government fucking tells you to root for them, you morons. You don't even know why the fuck you have your fucking banners up and all this other bullshit. Whether it's Russia or the Ukraine, the shit we should have nothing to do with. You guys are fucking idiots. <laughs> idiots. <laughs> the devil talks. I love Angry Dave. God, I, it's, it, I think it, I'm it, rubbing it, off on you, dude. I'm sorry. <sighs> I'm not a good influence. You're the best influence ever. (laughs) I just, it's so annoying to me how people just indiscriminately follow whatever somebody says, especially if it's a larger entity or one that they even respect. So even if you are a big fan of the government, you should still question the government. It makes no sense to me why you should just go along. It's just like there there was this thing on... um, on Instagram regarding if if a guy and a girl are together, um, not that I'm going to assume gender on that, but if they are, <laughs> and uh, the girl says to the guy, you know, um, or, or the guy says, hey, I like fill in the blank, and the girl says to him, uh, I don't, you shouldn't like them because this, 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 and this you know, then the guy sh- should leave. That's what this guy was basically saying, like, because it's at that moment that the that the man, and this can go both ways, right, male or female, um, yeah. is is keeping this person hostage with, with their own ideas. Um, mm-hmm. And I know it was, kind of a, it was kind of a stretch, but the idea is real, is that if my wife were to tell me, and she doesn't, <laughs> clearly, like, oh, 
I, I, you, you, you can't like this, that thing because it's this, 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 or this, then it's, it, she's wrong for doing that. You know, I mean, obviously we can have a debate. We can, we can talk it out, but I still will question and do my own fucking thing. So if my wife tells me not to like fucking say target, well, because of this and this, I don't want you to like target because of this. I might say, uh, well, let me, let me just check into it and see if I would like target or not. You fucking tell me I like fucking target. Or not. You know what I mean? Like, and so I, but people do that all the time, all the time. It's, it's so easy to influence people to, to not think critically, you know, <laughs> black square. Dang it. So it, it's just, it, it just boggles my mind. It, it pisses me off so badly. Ah, it so. does. It does. And try to try to simplify hundreds of years of a situation that you have absolutely no grasp of whatsoever and pick a side yeah uh is really dumb (laughs) (laughs) Uh, oh it looks like uh sarah says that she is adopted from russia well that's wonderful for her if she dies she dies (laughs) that's vidanya that's vidanya sarah kelch Does Vadanya, little girl? So you have another one, I'm sure. I have said plenty. I know that one was really short. I could do another one, or or you could just do one. Yeah, I mean, this one's more of an update. I don't know how much time I want to spend on this. Um, Drew Breezy probably knows more than both of us combined about this stuff. Uh, Uvalde school district suspended its entire police department, and parents are Mm. celebrating. This is a headline from NPR. But we've really gone wide on this one today, Dave. We've got Wall Street Journal, Daily Wire, NPR. We've really expanded um, our patrol borders. The entire school district police department in Uvalde, Texas, has been suspended. The move came after months of protests by the families of children killed in the school massacre there. Um, And literally, that is the article. That's it. So that's just... Uh, that's why I said this is not much update. info for that, but not a lot of not a lot of details. No, but um, that is that is the latest out of Uvalde, is that the entire school district police department is now suspended. I don't know wow. if it means that they're just going to like get rid of the school district police, or are they going to completely try to fire everyone and start over? I yeah, because none of that would make sense. What, to, to, yeah, I mean. That, that's, Don't know what that they're going to do. More like they're just kind of suspending the use of these officers, but I don't know, knows, man. Because there's not not much info on that. You know? So crazy, so crazy. And I, I I've like I've just gone down a path on the Uvalde thing. That I just I just don't trust media coverage on it. I right. just don't. I can't um, because and I I took more hate, and I think. The, the show took more hate yeah. over this thing than anything. Oh, ever. And, think, uh, really. and we, we've have, we have people at, on, you know, at the time, sister shows and other things like even, even criticizing us and all that stuff simply because, well, they didn't, they didn't hear what we had to say. They, they heard what they wanted to hear. And, uh, yeah, it's crazy, man. So I, I wouldn't say that I'm over it. Like that I just, I don't care at all or something. I just, I'm like, man, I don't, at this point, I, I've only got so much bandwidth in my life to, uh, 
to try to force my way into research. I had a lot, I had hours, hours and hours on the phone with people who were there, yeah. like yeah. literally people who fired a shot in that building. Yeah. And everybody else wants to say, but the news said this. And I'm like, listen, you idiots. I, I don't know what to tell you anymore. Like, did you talk to somebody who was there or did you not? Well, no, I haven't. Did you listen to all like six hours that I talked about it? No. Okay. Then we have nothing to discuss anymore. Like you're, you're unwilling to listen to the entirety of what I've had to say in context or discuss the fact that I have talked to people who were there right. and you have not. So I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, clearly you're you're privy to information that other people have not gotten, and and so I'm I'm not sure. Again, it's it we this like is our motto, like question everything for this show, but I'm not sure what other avenues uh, people have to to go on this because it's been so overwhelmingly um, in the media, so overwhelmingly like a problem. Uh, so I, I don't know how else they would, you know what I mean? How else are they going to get their information? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But, um, and I, and I don't expect people to just, like we've been saying, don't question. I, I'm yeah. not saying, <laughs> I yeah. think you're probably dumb if you said, oh, my news source is off the cuff. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate oh it. I wouldn't do that. Um, I, it's oh my God, dumb. that caught it's, me. It's dumb to to have one source of well, whatever they say is what I take as as true. Yeah, I think you can certainly recognize are are the reporters or in our case podcasters are they trying to be objective when they cover something or not? You know, I think you can you can try to assess a genuineness and an honest approach, but we're gonna get it wrong sometimes too. And I don't, I don't know. There's so much with the Uvalde thing, and we said it at the very beginning: a mass casualty event. Guys, you don't understand, dude. Three hundred some officers, God. hundreds of children, a shooter, parents. I mean, there were thousands of people at a chaotic scene, and you want an answer yesterday. And I've tried to tell you guys. To unwind this scene with any sense of objective piece together what happened will take years. It's not this investigation is not a uh, just oh here's what happened I can tell you. Yeah, but the problem is that um, by the time the truth is you know shed in that the 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 light of truth is shed, it will be years later and nobody will care. We will have moved on. We have no attention span. Uh, I know, as at least as Americans, we have zero attention span. So it won't matter. It'll be. It'll make the back page of a newspaper, you know. But that's that's about it. Yep. So, all right, your turn. Okay. Well, this is not police related at all. Like not even <laughs> remote. No, I, hey, it, it, hey, I thought we already moved past that part of the show. <laughs> no, no. We're we're knuckle deep, and I'll show you why. We need a new name for the show. We gotta have a new name. We're not we're not living up to the we're not living up to the theme. I know. Uh, the t- it's titled caution. Some basic white girl drinking a pumpkin spice latte right now. She's like, hit true hit true crime on Podbean. Was like, oh my what God. the hell is this? 
dude. So There's good. There's no true crime going on. I did that to my daughter yesterday. What's Five Finger Death Punch? days ago. Dude, my daughter Did they was... murder somebody? <laughs> <laughs> my daughter was at our house eating dinner, and uh, and she was getting into it. Like, she has uh, Uggs. Like these oh my new gosh, in that. of course she does. And it was she so is funny. the quintessential basic white girl. Dude, it was so funny because she said white Asian mix. And I was like and, and I was like I was like, well, like I know I was like, oh my god, I can smell the I can smell the pumpkin spice. <laughs> and she looked at me, she's like, Wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> it was so good. But here is a related uh one to all you all you free spirit ladies out there. Caution, bachelorette party, photographing a ritual of freedom and sexuality. Yeah, that's right. In 2014, the now-defunct New York Times Lens photo blog published, quote, Bachelorette, a series I had just finished. This is this lady writing. The feature, almost overnight, put me on the map in the photography world. It also precipitated my first encounter with internet trolls and exposed the latent low-key misogyny of our society. I'm already Comments super and emails condemned my glorification of such a vile ritual. Bachelorette parties, basically. Why would anyone marry these women after such behavior? Was the most common reaction echoed by men and women alike. Instantly, I knew I had done something right. It was as if I had been on the off-the-cuff show. No, I'm just, I'm just, uh, this pro- okay, that may have PayPal, been PayPal. That's another. That's another. Tw- Dude, we've lost a lot of money. <laughs> we have. PayPal project- is going to dock us so much from this one episode alone. <laughs> um, this project almost didn't happen. I took my first bachelorette fo- party photos back in 2007 when I attended the School of Visual Arts. She can't wait to do her accolades. Uh, I was putting myself through art school by moonlighting as a wedding photographer and decided to bring the images of young women in lingerie, drinking champagne in a hotel room to my weekly critique class. I turned the photos. Oh, and that's not misogynistic. That's not contributing to that. This this whole thing drips with irony. I turned the photos black and white to make them appear. (laughs) Hypocrisy, you mean? To make them appear artsy, she said. That's what she did. Like, it wasn't because it's she actually did turn it to make it look artsy. Uh But that didn't help. No one thought that lowbrow serum uh, that lowbrow ceremony of the bachelorette parties would make a worthy art project. Years later, when I was officially a full fledged artist with an MFA in pho- see, this person loves himself in photography and was master of fine arts in, in my work, I decided to give bachelor <laughs> parties another try. Yeah, I was still photographing weddings, which gave me access to all the brides I could ever want. The shoots were offered for free in exchange for permission to use a few images in my personal series. From 2010 to 2013, I attended over 30 bachelorette festivities to create a body of work that, ironically enough, opened the door to the photography world. This person thinks an awful lot of themselves, do they not? And we haven't even gotten to the meat of the subject Dripping with self-respect. Oh, yeah. As it turned out. There are no such thing as lowbrow topics. It also turned out that bachelorette parties have an unfairly bad rap and are a treasure trove of cultural complexities and gender politics. The behavior (laughs) denounced by the pearl-clutching internet community was indeed wild. Young women in my photos are, are having an obscenely good time drinking dancing and engaging in silly games of a blatantly sexual nature. There are strippers and ropes, limos, hard liquor, dick dick (laughs) straws, and penis cakes. The women are partying like, well, men. 
which is essentially where the tradition of bachelorette parties came from. Before the 1970s, when the idea of a bachelorette party was born, brides had only one option to commemorate their upcoming nuptials, a bridal shower. While men were out there painting the town, the women were receiving pots and pans as presents from their family with instructions on how to be a good wife. Things weren't exactly equal, and the bachelorette party was invented to level the playing ground. To this day, it is the only existing ritual that celebrates. That's that's why it was made, huh? That's why bachelorette that's party started. Some yep. some uh, budding bride decided, you know what? I'm leveling the playing ground. Yeah, this is this is how we do it. I'm to not this doing day, this to have fun. I'm doing this to level the playing ground. Yeah, to this that was day, the motivation. It is the only existing ritual that celebrates the freedom and sexuality of a woman's single life instead of treating it as a waiting game for marriage. Oh, this wow. article is goes on. I mean, there's one. Despite the flagrant commercialization, commercialization, commercializing, sorry, of the ritual, the bachelorette party has a vital place in our society. The stigma of women behaving like men was real. That was changed noticeably since the hashtag Me Too. For many of the brides and bridemaids I photographed, the night served as a get out of jail free card. This I can't read anymore. I'm done. I'm done with the internet. <laughs> How did you end up with this article of, anyway? I don't Where were know. you? I, <laughs> dude, I, I said, the, everyone knows, I, it doesn't matter. I will go down into the depths. I've yeah, already I said that. I don't know and where that's you, where I, I, I encountered this. I found the floor. I finally, I think I found the floor. <laughs> no, it could get much worse. No, it could get way worse. But <laughs> can you believe like this? It's almost as if this article was written by somebody <clears throat> from 2022 that that went back in time and then wrote it, wrote this article. Like this is actually what society thinks of bachelorette parties or like the get out of jail. Cause guys are somehow keeping their, their fiancés hostage until like the whole idea of that was to try to make her sound, try to make her own work sound more important. It it's, isn't that ridiculous? It's Man. absolutely well, I think women have too much power. Um, oh, clearly that we leads, know this, Mike. Leads that's me to the, my next story. That's not which, the debate. Which really piggybacks well off of this one. Nice. This is what yeah. happens when women go unchecked. Uh, Colorado. <laughs> this is from Police Tribune. Colorado woman duct tapes, slashes Tinder date, then orders DoorDash. Oh, my God. Hopefully on his dime. That's right. I, I'm sure it was. Colorado Springs, Colorado, a 22-year-old woman is facing a slew of felony charges after she attacked and duct-taped her naked Tinder date on Wednesday and then wow. choked him and slashed him with a knife. Wow. Some people would call that foreplay. I don't judge. Police said the incident began on October 5th when Lauren Mary Dooley, Lauren Marie Dooley, invited a 21-year-old man she'd met on the dating app Tinder over to her residence at the Hills Apartment Complex on East Cash La Poudre Street. Ooh. KRDO Online Edition reported. The arrest affidavit showed that the victim told police after he arrived at Dooley's apartment, they talked for a while. He, said, he told police Dooley then undressed him and performed sex acts on him that included oral sex. Then she took duct tape and bound his wrists and ankles, according to WKRC Online Edition. Sounds like she, a club I've been to recently. <laughs> she then, maybe he thought he was going to a bachelorette party. She then used <laughs> duct tape to bind the victim's wrists together and ankles together. The victim found it odd, but consented to it. However, 
when Lauren produced a kitchen knife and demanded he get into her bedroom, the victim no longer consented staying at the residence. <laughs> yeah, he did. He said he yeah, wanted he to did. leave and thought Dooley was going to harm him, but he followed her orders and got his got into his date's bed at knife point, KRDO reported online edition. The affidavit said that after the man was in her bed, Dooley climbed on top of him and used a knife to slash his shoulder. Then she used her hands to choke her victim for about 20 seconds before stopping, getting a belt, then using that to choke him for an additional 20 seconds, KRDO online edition reported. Uh, Dooley ordered her victim to... Why do they always repeat that? I don't understand. Dooley ordered her victim to get into the bathtub because he was bleeding out all over her bed, and he did. At one point during the ordeal, she ordered food delivery from DoorDash and threatened her victim not to make a sound. If you scream or say anything, I'll kill you. (laughs) Okay. The man told police that Dooley ate her food, then ordered him back into bed. Nice. I mean, that's horrible. With her and pulled a blanket up over him. Charging documents says she fell asleep with the knife in her hand under the blanket just before 6 p.m. This is all happening in the middle of the day. Oh, my God. The victim was able to get it and use it to cut himself free of the duct tape. She must have been a deep sleeper. Dooley woke up when she heard her victim pick up his keys, so he fled the apartment naked and covered in blood, screaming for help. KRDO reported online edition. Uh, neighbors called 911 when police arrived at the scene. Officers found a naked and bleeding man backing away from Dooley in the parking lot. Dooley was covered in his blood. Uh, the victim told officers that Dooley had tied him up and cut him. KRDO online edition reported. Uh, <laughs> officers approached Dooley to take her into custody, and she invoked her right to remain silent. Well, thank goodness. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Dude, that's amazing. Uh, be it's careful, like, uh, all you Tinder Tinder folk. folks yeah, out there. Yeah. yeah. That's why I have three different Tinder accounts. You know, you never know what you're going to get into, you know. Um, <laughs> I, but I can say, uh, it, it, incidentally, she had just gotten done watching the movie Misery, uh, so <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. Holy Annie. mackerel. Annie. Annie. <laughs> <laughs> it was called the hobbling. Oh my god, dude! What a what a I love dude, that that's a great story. Wow, I'm starting to sweat now. Yeah, man. Wow, well, that's enough for me to get off Tinder. I'll tell you that right now. It's enough for me to get off on. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> All oh right. Oh my god, dude! Not my proudest fab, as they say. <laughs> but a fabman, nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> What so do you got? Uh, I'm out of coffee, dude. We've gone so long. I'm I know. I, have, I need more. I need I know, more. Joyce do we take me. a break? Yeah, do we take go a break ahead. long enough to get I'll coffee? Reading, I want to go. I'll start reading an article to to them and then uh, and talk about it, and then I have to take a break after too. Okay. So okay, fair enough. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> All right. So, but here's I, this. This is a crazy episode. So uh, I don't know how long this is going to last. This is from NPR. Again, because we use a whole array of, uh, of, of our news sources, I should say. Police drove into a car head-on in a traffic stop. The driver wasn't their suspect. Ah, this is going to be weird. A woman is calling for accountability after she says Virginia police officers hit her head-on while she was stopped at a traffic light, even though she wasn't the suspect they were looking for. In a video posted to Instagram on Saturday, Jamie Kimball can be heard berating officers with the Fairfax County Police Department after a police vehicle hit 
the silver sedan she, her two children, and another adult had been traveling in. Quote, I am, I'm sitting at the light, and he comes and hits me from the front. Kimball yells in the video, they stopped the wrong person. Kimball, uh, who said she was on her way to Walmart to buy food for her kids, uh, of course, right, uh, said in her, bullshit. First of all, that's, this is the first bullshit here because uh, nobody just buys fucking food at Walmart. You are in that store for a minimum of two fucking hours if you go in there. Uh, said in her social media post that the incident occurred just six days after she delivered her youngest child via C-section. Now we get to all the pity party here. Officers drew their guns on her and handcuffed her, Kimball said, before releasing her. That's a whole nother level, right? And offering medical treatment. Kimball can be heard in the video telling police that she couldn't be the suspect they were looking for because she had been in the hospital giving birth at the time of the earlier incident. Uh, wow, uh, this is a... This is what we call a Fairfax County Police Department gaffe, I guess. In a statement posted to his website, the Fairfax County Police Department said the car was connected to an incident in neighboring Arlington County and that the occupants were listed in a national database as armed and dangerous. During the stop, an officer's cruiser struck the front bumper of the wanted vehicle while traveling at an estimated speed under 10 miles an hour. There was minimal damage to the car, police statement said. Uh, the department See, this is... Why is it that they always blow this up? They, the first thing that they can't wait to do is sensationalize this by, by completely harming an innocent human being. I get it. I mean, if she has nothing to do with any of this, I get it's going to be a big deal. However, the fucking car is wanted. It's actually in NCIC. It's in the database as a wanted fucking vehicle and that the occupants are basically armed and dangerous. What... What are you involved with that you're driving that fucking car? It's weird to me. Um, so clearly this, I mean, she's, she is a victim, we, uh, presumably a victim here. I, don't, I, I really don't know. Uh, but, but the vehicle itself is not, and so the police have to, they have to approach it a certain way. Yeah, it drove head on, right? Yeah, uh, Drew says it drove head on. Yeah, at 10 miles an hour. Let's, I, I'm, I actually am very curious to see how bad the, the damage actually is uh quote uh let's see oh so let me just go up here speaking in an interview with news for washington kimball said she was shocked by the incident i wonder what that's been what she's setting that up for um money 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 and wanted the police to apologize quote i i still am very angry and more than anything hurt because i teach my children that the police is supposed to protect us and that if they need anything they can call them for help she said Huh, that's interesting. Because you sure as hell giving them a hard time. And I, hey, I, I don't dispute that if if the police did the wrong thing there. Clearly, that's that's wrong. But I'm not sure what the policy or protocols are for stopping a a wanted vehicle. They didn't say what the crime was for. And normally in the NCIC, it, it would actually say that um, that the the vehicle is wanted. And what what it's wanted for, they didn't they didn't put that in the article. This is yeah, like I said, NPR.org, uh, online edition. So I don't know exactly what 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 all that's about. So um, I'm sure she'll get her apology later, uh, probably a little bit of money too. I would not would not dispute that. Uh, another one here. This is a very it's 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 a. Ugh. And NAACP leader killed in ambush during Caribbean vacation. And they show a, 
a picture of this thing. It looks horrible. NAACP leader. Uh, Ken, oh, here he is. There he is. Mike's back. Um, I was just going to, I actually was, hold on, get his ear, ear, his earphones on. Uh, I was just reading, just starting this other article, NAACP, it's not a long one, or at least not one that I'm going to get deep into, but NAACP leader killed in ambush during Caribbean vacation. And anytime I see a article like that, or a title like that, I'm thinking, is this like a legit like hit or are like, or is this usually like a very like random type of event who knows but NAACP leader Kent Carter of Virginia was murdered while on vacation in the Turks and Caicos Island in the Caribbean Carter who is a US Army veteran was killed by gunfire during an ambush attack officials say he was serving as vice president of the NAACP's Arlington chapter in Virginia the Royal Turks and Caicos Islands police force say the killing was random and may have been gang related Gangs in the area have been fighting a turf war. Fuck that, right? Carter and his girlfriend were leaving the beach oh on a boy. hotel shuttle Aunt bus Aunt when gunfire erupted. The suspects were armed with automatic weapons, dude. Can you believe that, dude? That's that's tragic. That's some I can believe that. Shit. That's why I don't ever go yeah. to the Caribbean. The Caribbean shouldn't even be that bad, generally. It's oh, just it's starting, bad. It seems like it's starting to get where I'm going. I'm going to Mexico in January. Which part? Um, oh, I'm not telling you, Mike. I know. <laughs> I know what you're up to. No, you don't. <laughs> you're always up to violence. You're going to, you're going to, I know you have connections there. No way. I am not going out that way. Just because my, just because my, uh, uncle-in-law is a member of the cartel, <laughs> Sinaloan, doesn't mean that I Your can uncle. do anything. There's places that I can't get to you in Mexico. That's, yeah. <laughs> That's what my that's what my brother thought, and you gave him cancer. <laughs> you, you are disgust. You can't say stuff like that. Mike. <laughs> that's minus twenty five hundred. <laughs> minus twenty five. Um, the cancer now, people have cancer are com- that's misinformation. Yeah. Yes, right. The cancer and offensive, center. offensive the, to the cancer research. Oh, you guys are something. Now it's my turn. Carmanos. Now you. She is not Carmanos. happy with you. Oh my God! Yes, I feel bad for Carmanos then. Um, yeah, I will leave you. Now it's your turn. Good luck. Oh. Okay, cool. Uh, you guys know how much I love politicians. So this one is a police tribune article. Anti-cop lawmaker tells public, don't call cops. Then call, <laughs> calls 911 about getting threats at her office. I freaking love this, dude. Just days after anti-police New York City Council member Tiffany Caban, uh, Caban, I don't know, pleaded with local residents to stop calling 911 for help. Her office allegedly called 911 to report having received a series of threatening telephone messages. She's from Astoria. A staunch defund the police supporter unveiled a flyer on Twitter last week urging local businesses to dial 311 instead of calling law enforcement to help. The Small Business Public Safety Resources Guide, which Kaban touted as collaborative effort with New York State Representative Zohran Mamdani out of Queens, instructed shopkeepers to employ the five D's of upstander intervention. I don't know how those differ from the D's of dodgeball. Anytime they are dealing with a conflict that seems to be, quote, escalating, give the person causing harm to ch- the chance to correct their behaviors, the directive reads. <laughs> Oh my gosh. 
you know, there was a video recently, uh, man, I can't remember where it was, but a guy was behind the counter and two dudes came in to rob the place and he gave them a chance to correct their behavior. Said, all right, here you go, guys. Gave them money. Said, just don't touch the register. Like, I need this to, like, operate my business. Just don't take it. And then they hopped the counter. And then he got, they stabbed the dude. And it was glorious. But, uh, uh, Kaban and Mamdi suggested that workers assign nearby people to help in dealing with violent individuals or that they attempt to distract them by intentionally spilling something or saying, hey, didn't I go to high school with you? This is unbelievable. And this is real. This is actually real suggestions to combat crime in local businesses in New York. Uh, what? This is nuts. But it's funny that she, then her office calls 911 about threats to her office. And it's, it's more of this rules for thee, not for me sort of mentality. But I absolutely love the fact that that is <laughs> what's going on over there oh my gosh yeah that's good stuff i'm your back i see that <sighs> uh what's 311 it's a small business helpline i guess in case you're getting robbed instead of calling 911 and you got to spill some stuff and Say, didn't I go to high school with you? Do stuff like that. It's crazy. People are dumb. People are dumb. People are dumb. I know I'm an idiot. <laughs> um, speaking of NYPD, I've got two more New York stories. Ooh, I have one right now. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. This is a big fucking, big fucking article. NBCnews.com. Online edition. Authorities say an L.A. officer's death was a tragic accident. His oh, family claims... I, yeah, I heard about this. He claims he and, was uh, fatally and, beaten. Yes. Okay, I... You can read it. I, I have I have talked to somebody who knows someone on the investigation, so... Okay, yeah. this, is, this, is, this is a very interesting article. Authorities released a report Tuesday describing the death of a Los Angeles police officer during a training exercise as a quote, tragic accident. Uh, one day after his family said in a wrongful death claim that he was fatally beaten for uncovering allegations that LAPD officers engaged in rape. This is like like a powder keg article. Mm-hmm. Like it's, mm-hmm. it, yeah. Uh, the internal inquiry conducted by investigators, sorry, I got the candy bar in my mouth. Conducted by (laughs) investigators with the Los Angeles Police Department found that there was, uh, quote, no single step authorities could have taken before Officer Houston Tipping, his last name is Tipping, uh, was injured May 26th that would have prevented his death, according to the 13-page report. Uh, Tipping, 32, who taught bicycle patrol skills. Gay. So so ridiculous. Nice Uh, shorts. had been with the department for five years when he died of a spinal cord injury three days after the incident, uh, according to an autopsy conducted in June by the Los Angeles County Medical Examiner Coroner. The inquiry found no recorded video of the exercise. I don't know why they would. Why would there be? Or Tipping's fatal injury, the report says. The exercise that led to Tipping's death included officers role-playing during a, a, quote, a disturbing the peace scenario 
uh, at the department's uh, Elysian Park Academy, according to the report. Tipping, a volunteer uh, adjunct uh, instructor, was playing a suspect his first time doing so in the scenario, uh, according to the report. The injury occurred when he approached an officer identified only as Officer M and lifted him off the ground. A move investigators determined was an attempted double leg takedown, according to the report. The officer wrapped his arm around Tipping's chest and throat, effectively placing him in a headlock before the pair fell to the floor. Uh, the report says uh, when another officer approached the pair, Tipping mouthed the words, I can't breathe. Uh, there was no sound, according to the report. Officers administered CPR and paramedics inserted uh, a ventilation tube. The report says before Tipping died at a local hospital, he was paralyzed. According to a wrongful, wrongful death claim, Tipping's mother filed against the city this year. The claim, which also alleges assault and battery, details other injuries, including multiple head wounds. One required stapling. According to the claim, a lawyer for Tipping's mother showed images of the injuries from a CT scan uh, to reporters in July, which I don't, I don't think there's pictures in here. The claim, which alleges Tipping's injuries were from a beating, said comments by Los Angeles Police Chief Michael Moore, indicating Tipping hadn't, hadn't suffered head injuries in the incident were untrue. At a June police commission's hearing, Moore said Tipping uh, wasn't beaten during the training and didn't sustain any type of laceration to the head, any cut or otherwise to his head as a result of his fall to the ground. So they're saying that he didn't even have a cut. A spokesperson, a spokesman for the police department declined to comment. The report released Monday says Tipping suffered a head laceration during spinal surgery. What? A, I'm going to read that again. The report released Monday says Tipping <laughs> suffered a head laceration during spinal <laughs> surgery. An amended claim Tipping's mother filed Monday added an accusation of whistleblowing retaliation, alleging Tipping was beaten over a report he wrote in July 2021 about officers accused of raping a woman. Tipping found the allegations, quote, so distressing that he began applying to other police agencies for work, uh, the claim says. One of the officers that makes alleged, no sense. No, that makes that makes okay. That makes no sense. This is clearly tragic, but that makes no sense whatsoever. And it, what yeah, certainly that, doesn't I, make any sense that's, is that's that he where the article starting to take a take a bend, yeah. take a bend toward uh, one trying to make you think something. Yeah, because uh, I don't like it. If this if this was the case, this is like uh, a few good men right now for me because <laughs> right. the code um, red yeah because uh he's saying that and yet he volunteered to be a suspect if i was trying to get out of a fucking police department i wouldn't volunteer for anything you wouldn't see me that's what you're gonna do you you know and, the guys that you're you're training with are all accused of some kind of rape situation and you're gonna volunteer to be like yeah take me down and yeah hurt me. something's not something something is doesn't not right yeah i'm sorry I, that we're thinking critically on this one guys we should yeah uh, one of the officers alleged to have been involved in the sexual assault was at the training session and aware of Tipping's report. The claim said the amended uh, claim alleges the officer used it as cover to kill Tipping. Boy, there would have to be a lot of people in, involved in this one for this one to work, right? The uh, claim doesn't, I, yeah, a coordinated yeah. effort to kill a man. Huge. By, by your bare hands at a training event at the huge. department. And make it look Come like on, an dude. Accident. 
The claim doesn't identify the officer who claims was aware of the report or says how the officer became aware of it. It also doesn't identify any of the officers accused in the assault. The document also says the department didn't release the report through a public records request, uh, which makes sense. I mean, so just so you guys know is that just because somebody files for, to get a report for, through FOIA does not mean that they will get it. You it. it you don't have a right to all fo- like anything. You can't just FOIA anything that you want, and a police department will. Yes, I can. Uh, yes, I can. I can do whatever I want. I'm an adult. Um, if freedom is the first letter in the thing, it is actually. But if I want a report that's that's fairly fresh, um, what will generally happen is the rec- records secretary, at least for us, would contact me as a detective and say, "Hey, this person wants a copy of this report." Can I give it to them? And I will either say yes or no, or I will say yes, but... Yes, with X redactions and stuff like that. Yeah. Redact this, 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 and this. But if it's under investigation, um, like like of this kind of accusation, we would absolutely not allow this to be FOIA'd out. We would not do it. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So don't think that this is, again... One of those things where oh, police are covering up. No, it's part of the investigation. <laughs> we don't just release reports uh, willy nilly, yeah. if you will. It just doesn't. Yeah, make it sense. doesn't. It doesn't. Didn't make sense when uh, I first saw some people saying this is murder. They just murdered this cop. I'm like what? Based on what? You know, I don't know. And then uh, so um, over the years, I've developed a pretty strong network to where if there's a major case going on, I can usually get. Yeah, you're pretty good at that. Pretty first-hand information. And, and, and really quickly, too, usually. Yeah, pretty quickly. And in this case, um, the someone very close to the case, I'll say this, is like, yeah, this this media stuff is all bullshit. <laughs> so, I, I, yeah, I just, I just don't trust it. So, Oh, Mike and Dave, she Probably just called and said she wants an apology for talking about this case. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, another apology that we got to make. Wow. I'm sorry you had your balls cut off. <laughs> I like how you started talking, so I'm like, oh, I'm going to take a bite of this this protein bar thingy or whatever. And then you just stopped talking. So I'm like, well, shit, now I got to say something because I still had some other <laughs> article to read. Hold right. on. You got more to read? <sighs> there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, just okay. So uh, this in, quote: This investigation was reported up the chain of command, which tried to hide and conceal evidence. The document says, mm-hmm. "Old, without providing additional details to support the claim." <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, yeah, this it, it goes. On. Actually, we're almost done here, so I'll remind you read the spokesman. Please, spokesman, declined to comment. Uh, Elizabeth Rose, the director of the department of department's office of constitutional policing and policy who led the investigation into Tipping's death told the police commission Tuesday that she had wide authority to, I like how she tells people I have wide authority. You're wide. Um, to investigate your mom's and wide. found your mom's wide and found no evidence of misconduct. I do realize that there is, uh, there are, that's what, how it says it too, that there is, there are a number of allegations <laughs> for which we have not seen any evidence out there. Oh, weird. She told the commission according to the station. So that's, and, that, and then it just abruptly ends. That's the, the end of the article. Um, very I mean, I get, I get that there's going to be pockets of corruption. There's no doubt about it. But I mean, like, 
to pull that off to that level holy crap that's, that's like that's some that's like, like government conspiracy 70s shit. shit yeah like that's not the happening 70s dude. shit right there yeah you're you're not meeting up in the locker room and talking about <laughs> you this is our chance to, yeah. to to take this guy off his bicycle and We're kill take him. take Tippins out. It's just not, you know, it sounds like it was a terrible tragedy uh, in during a training incident. I don't know. Like, I until there's more for that, then I don't well, know. Well, you know, so I, I can understand. I, I can picture how this, this went down uh, if if the poor guy, like, went to do a, do- a shitty double leg takedown. You, you take and a, then he a just, high double leg down, down to the ground, and yeah, I yeah. mean, you're gonna get freaking smoke, dude. That that very thing happened. What what 15 years ago? Remember that Lord and Taylor, the security officer at the mall here in Michigan? Oh, I do remember that, that dude. But yeah, with a yeah. Guillotine. Um, yeah. So you can do it if you don't know how to apply it. You yeah. will kill. You can you can definitely kill somebody either yeah, by asphyxiation neck, or break their neck. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that could have very well happened. You know. Um, so. Obviously, very, very tragic, but I, I'm fairly certain, although I don't know, that they weren't just standing around in the, in the locker room like, Tippins, let's get Tippins. And they're like, well, why don't we get him while he's on his bicycle? You know? Yeah. They're like, no, no, it's too easy. We got to <laughs> do this in training. We got to make it look real. Yeah. Why, why, why would we just run into him on his bicycle? No, no, no. Everybody wants to kill somebody on a bicycle. This is different. This gives us a chance. Which is to true. Put a, put a boot I on can't them. stand bicyclists. They're fucking. I, they annoy the shit out of me. They yeah, drive they on a, t- a they, two lane. They, they do they not obey up. the rules of the road. No, they're the worst. They're. You know what? They're the worst. They're worse than. Hmm, let's see. What are they worse than? I don't know. You guys fill in the fucking blank. Because that's <laughs> what they're worse than. <laughs> no. You have any more? No. I got two more. Give it to me. Um, this article comes from law enforcement today. New York City residents outraged after leftist mayor forces homeless out of shelters to make room for illegal immigrants. Oh my God. <laughs> All the while, um, the mayor is also say, saying they didn't, they never agreed to this. <laughs> oh my God. That's um, amazing. The, the mayor is declaring a state of emergency um, and it's like, well, wait a second. I thought you guys were a sanctuary place. Aren't you like the mecca of the liberal right? utopia that is yeah. to come? And so what come. What would the problem be? You know, There's no problem. So New York City, a high-level Bronx leader confirmed that New York City uh, and Mayor Adams have begun removing the homeless out of shelters in order to make room for illegal immigrants that have been making their way to New York City. The insider information source came from a well-known and popular community leader who wished to remain anonymous for fear of political retribution. Although she fears she will be attacked by political rivals for coming forward, she chose not to hold back and decided to inform the local media. I've seen a high traffic of immigrants who are seeking political asylum overcrowding these shelters. Our local citizens who have been in these shelters for over two years have been kicked out and are sleeping in the streets and not getting the resources they need. What what state is this? This is in New York City, dude. Meaning, think about this. Right now, it's, it's, although it is getting colder here in Michigan, like, what is this like a seasonal thing like because they you know they're kicking them out i don't know they know they can hang out you know outdoors but the co- vice president kamala harris told the press that the southern border was secure so she knows she knows texas another reason sanctuary cities like new york and dc have been in, seen an influx of illegal immigrants is due to decision <laughs> of texas governor abbott he's been sending migrants outward to these sanctuary cities to relieve the stress the open border has had on their local communities 
the migrant crossings have inundated Texas and saturated their local services, law enforcement, and other resources. Uh, so he's holding these city mayors to their claim of being a sanctuary city to give the migrants the resources they need. Uh, so yeah, they're getting people are getting sent there because they they are the cities claiming to be the sanctuaries. It's unbelievable. So why not send them there? What what's the problem? Yeah, why aren't are you ready for this? Don't you it? want this? Isn't this isn't this your ideal? Isn't this the America that you want? Shouldn't you treat a guest better than you treat? your family i mean like isn't that how the level of respect you're supposed to show this yeah, is the exactly. city of brotherly love man that's philadelphia <laughs> man hey pretty, man pretty sure it's not like, <laughs> it's big sky country baby <laughs> uh yeah that was that was my next uh story i just thought it was funny that it's uh it's yeah. another just a hypocritical thing and it's like it's it's out there for everyone to see how how do people still continue to support no these guys that shout from the rooftops that we need immigration we need illegal immigration and nancy pelosi says we need him to pick our fruit to pick our fruit um adams is like this is this is the the place to be new york city right sanctuary city you're welcome here until you get here and then it's an emergency it's a crisis we didn't ask for this yeah, it's weird. I don't get it. Martha's have, Vineyard welcomed them with open arms for 24 hours and then cheered was it as they sent them 24? off. Was it a yeah, full 24 I, hours? I think so. Yeah, All within right. 24 hours. They were on a bus. I hate to belabor this bicycle thing, but Imperial Girls does say, as a bicyclist and a roadrunner, I hate running or riding on roads with no sidewalks or bike lanes. She's almost died too many times. And uh, there was the, uh, another response, and it was probably Dave. And it may have been, but... but <laughs> I'm innocent until proven guilty on that anyway. So. <laughs> but I have a really good article here. This one. I'm, I'm listening. Um, yeah. Whew, here we go. NBCnews.com online edition. Uh, an Oregon rape victim was jailed until she testified against her rapist, lawyer says. What? An Oregon woman whose rapist was convicted last week was jailed until she testified against him in a rare case of prosecutors compelling a victim to appear in court, her lawyer said Friday. Her lawyer, Donald Scales, acknowledged mm. there were, quote, legitimate concerns about whether his client would show up to testify. The 20-year-old girl was held for nine days, beginning September 6th, with a bail set at 500000 an amount Scales described as, quote, unattainable. <laughs> ah, you don't say. <laughs> a jury convicted the assailant, Christian Sanchez, 30 of multiple crimes on September 16th, one day after the woman provided testimony in a Jackson County court, Scales said. Sanchez was found guilty of rape, sodomy, kidnapping, assault, coercion, unlawful use of a weapon, and other crimes that occurred over a seven-month period in 2020 when the woman was 18. The Jackson County District uh, Attorney's Office said in a statement, Sanchez will be sentenced October 6th. They judge ordered him to remain in jail without bail until sentencing. Oh, well, that was nice. The victim was reportedly held against her will while Sanchez used weapons that included a hammer, a lighter, a screwdriver, the Associated Press reported, citing court filings. Quote, it was a horrific situation. Prosecutor uh, Nick Gale told the Medford Mail Tribune. 
uh, Scales said that the prosecutors asked a judge that she be jailed as a material witness under a state law allowing authorities to or defendants to compel testimony from people who are unlikely to appear in court. Gail and a second prosecutor who handled the case, Zori Cook, did not respond to requests for comment. According to the Mail Tribune, Cook described the hold as unusual but necessary. Scales said his client hadn't been checking in with victim services officials and her relatives told the court they were concerned that she wouldn't make it. They were not affirmatively recommending jail, he said. They essentially were saying to the judge that they did not have any confidence in her making it to court and it would be a struggle for them to supervise her. Scales acknowledged that prosecutors had legitimate concerns and said he believed that they put significant time and thought into how they handled the case. Quote, this was really a last resort balancing uh, the needs of the victim and the needs of the community to have his case, this case resolved. Scales said he asked for less restrictive measures, including an ankle monitor and a commitment from her mother and older sister that they would keep her uh, in line of sight, you know. Yeah. Uh, the court felt it wouldn't be sufficient. Uh, and so we could go on, but uh, it was a tough call. Very, very interesting. That's the first time I think I have seen that. Even like in in my career, I've never seen that. Yeah, isn't yeah. that nuts, dude? Think about. Yeah. It. I mean, yeah, making I've seen your... some domestic cases where the where the victim, you know, we prosecuted, right? Because yeah. Michigan is a shall arrest state. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, we prosecuted or arrested, and then they attempted to prosecute. But if if the victim will not go along with it and and ultimately testify then the case is usually dropped yeah and and the thing is too is so often we try to cover that stuff uh, like um solve that those types of things on on the road this clearly is a heinous crime that you can't it's not like officers would ignore this but like say say something mundane happens something not not a big deal and on the road, you're going to go. Well, you know what? Let's let's try to fix this here, so we don't have to drop paper, so we don't have to get you know this this whole yeah. court thing rolling. Um, this is this is very unusual though, because we have an individual, and I get it though, right? I mean, there's I see both sides. So this girl is either fearful for her life, um, does not want to relive this tragedy this seven-month-long tragedy. Um, but on the other hand, I see that this is a, is a thing where, quote, society wants to see this person locked up, and they know that they can do it with her testimony, and they know that she's that the reason she's doing it isn't because she just doesn't want to prosecute. It's because she's scared or something of that yeah. nature, you know? Um, so, and I, I even, like, part of me, like, thought, like, cause, but they didn't say it. That maybe she had some kind of mental disability, um, you know what I mean? Like they, they didn't yeah, say there's that, still but still like, quite they, a number of details. I was say, that is like so many things it could be, right? Yeah, mm. crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. I, 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 I kind of can see both sides of this right now. Yeah. Like in terms of like, well, you want this turd to be convicted, yeah. And if testimony is necessary for that conviction to happen, well, then what are you going to do? You know, like. <laughs> it's like we yeah. can't let this guy back out into society. We don't want to, but without her testimony, it's going to be really hard to do that. You know, yeah. God, I get that. It's tough, dude. I am torn on that one, man. Because again, I mean, we have the we we should have the individual right to testify or not testify. Yeah, I mean, 
but in the end, like even a suspect does not have to testify, you know. Yeah. It's yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, I'm glad yeah. I'm glad that she ended up testifying and wasn't like a hostile witness or or yeah. I should say hostile victim at this point. God, I don't even know which way to go with that one, man. I'm glad to see this this guy, you know, you know, found guilty. But mm-hmm. I also feel bad for this girl that she but how else do we do this in, in, in society? How else, besides putting aside our fear, how else do we solve these heinous crimes? Heinous crimes are not a natural thing in the order of life or mm-hmm. of mankind nowadays. Nowadays. Yeah. Um, where somebody, if, if I were to watch a guy dismember another human being with a hatchet and then look at me and say, you're next, um, would would I, as a normal person, be able to st- sit on the stand and testify against them with the slight possibility that he will be found innocent? Yeah, that's scary. That would be a scary thing. Yeah, me, I'm sure. like, I'm like, well, come the fuck over. Yeah, I guess mm-hmm. you know we we can have fun. You know, we can dance all day. I guess I don't know. I'm not even a good dancer, but we can do this. You know, you ever dance the devil in the male moonlight? <laughs> <laughs> but in reality. As human beings, man, we just, this is not something that's natural for us. So I can understand where that person comes from. But there is no fucking other way to do it besides stand up, put on your big boy pants, and fucking testify against these people. Otherwise, fear wins every fucking time. Crime wins every single time unless we are able to just say, fuck, no, we're done, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, tough, tough situation. Yikes. It is. And it's sad because you see this. This is a, a very rare situation. But you see this with shootings um, in the inner city all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. And people are afraid to speak up. And I'm not mad at people for not speaking up. I'm just, I'm not. I'm just saying, like, be, because they have families. Mm-hmm. You know, they have their own livelihood. How do you solve that, Mike? Like, how do you solve that? And I'm just going to talk about inner city shootings where all of a sudden there's no witnesses. How many times have you seen that? But but when you get there, there's 40 people outside because it was a party or this. But nobody wants to talk. How? Yeah. How do you solve it? Mm hmm. Uh, I don't know, man, because it's a it's a. a the roots run deep, you know, yeah. from, from a cultural perspective. Um, <laughs> so that's a, that's a tough one, man. It's uh that, that has to be influenced from the inside out. That's not an outside in thing, which is why if it was an outside in fix, it would be fixed. Yeah. It's not, it's an inside out thing. And so until there's enough influence internally, Right. That wants to see a shift in culture, then it, it just won't happen. It's not going to happen from the outside. It doesn't happen by throwing more money at the problem or adding more police officers or whatever else. That's not that's not going to solve the problem because it's an anything from the outside is an outside in fix. It it will not work. I don't think. I think it has to be inside out. So, well, it's how, funny that how, when, how when do you, you say that? that? You know, when you say that, that's that's actually. Uh, so true for anything. I mean, mm-hmm. anytime we go to war and try to push our agendas on other yeah. countries, it's the same thing. 
and it it's tough. I'm I'm so fortunate. I mean, I I did live in Detroit for a bit, and I saw my fair share of some weird stuff. I'd worked in Detroit, um, but it's tough because I was able to pick up and move. I had no family ties there. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like I didn't. There was nothing keeping me there except for the fact that I had to live there because I was a Detroit police officer. Mm-hmm. Um, but these people have have family. They they have and there's. Um, you know, it's not like people that live in an inner city have a, a shit ton of money. Maybe the ones that live in downtown areas because it's expensive to live there. But those surrounding inner city areas are not rich. You mm-hmm. know, I, they, you know, you're just going to pick up and buy a $400,000 fucking house in the suburbs. It just doesn't make sense. And like I said, there's family ties. Um, people have had their houses for a long time. And it's so hard to see that because even, you know, you've seen it as a police officer in the same types of areas where the community is angry. The problem is, is that um, uh, violence, when violence rules and creates that fear, um, it's hard to to unify um, as a community. Mm -hmm. And which is which is really interesting because um, where I'm at now, uh, my like the community that I, I live in, my my neighborhood is a nice neighborhood, and I know I actually know more neighbors than I I have in a, in a long time. But I mean, think about the inner city; everybody seemed to know everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, there might be some renters or whatever, but dude, everybody there were block parties. Like, so it's it's tough because everybody talks in inner cities. You know, mm-hmm. um, but it's so hard to come together to unify against violence. And it's it's it sucks. It's the reality of life. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know what the solve. I guess if I knew what the solve was, um, I would make a nonprofit. <laughs> I would make a nonprofit and be rich. Yeah, exactly. You know, clearly, I would Let's be taking money from tax tax paying <laughs> dollars. And, you know, so you I got to cover, it's, you it's cover your PayPal penalty somehow. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. It's just it's frustrating to me. It is frustrating to me because I hate when I hate when evil wins out in times that it, when it doesn't have to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I understand why it happens. I yeah. just don't understand how to to solve that, how to get over right. it. So. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Dude, um, two hours. Yeah. Well, if you guys are watching, stick around. I got something we can show you, and we'll we'll smoke and joke about. Um, because it's you have to see it, uh, so uh, that'll be another. We we had bonus time on the front end for you guys that are members on YouTube, and we've got bonus time after. But we'll wrap up the regular show. Uh, hey, thanks for listening, whoever you are. Uh, you're the best. Hell yeah! Around, nothing's gonna ever keep you down. You're the best. Uh, and I, I know that we otherwise we took we took tremendous liberties on the show today. But it's okay because it's our show, and if you don't like it, in my words, get bent. Yeah, um, go go to heck, Canadian <laughs> style, bitch. Yeah, bitches. <laughs> uh, until next time, my friends. Peace. And that will end the regular show. And here's the rest for you guys. Um, yeah, Hydraman Blue says, "Angry cops makes me want to buy a five dollar house in downtown Detroit. Good luck finding a five dollar house downtown. That ain't gonna happen." Uh, you might, f- I don't know if you're going to find a $5 house anywhere anymore. Um, but yeah, downtown is expensive, dude. Boston Edison, you're looking at like 600,000 plus to move in there. Yeah. And that's Which is funny because Boston Edison 
uh, was near number 10. And uh, you went a, a block outside of that garbage. Horrible. <laughs> yeah. Horrible. Yeah. There's a lot of places like that in Detroit where it's like, wow, this is really, this is actually really nice. And then like <laughs> two streets over, it's like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> it's really, it is. I've, I, I've never experienced anything like this. Even Pontiac wasn't like that. And uh, it was just like one block here. It was like horrible crime ridden. And then the next block is like a $600,000 house. Dude, it's, it's funny. Just, like, and it's I've almost traveled. like they kept it like separated. Like they didn't, oh, we don't really yeah. go over there. We just stay here. Yeah, uh, it's funny traveling out of town. I remember being in San Diego, and I don't remember where we were at. I, I would know it if I heard the, heard the area we were at, but it was like, oh, man. I, we were eating at like an In-N-Out. Like, oh, man, we're in the hood. And I'm I'm looking around going, dude, this looks like Allen Park. <laughs> I'm like, the hood? What do you guys consider the hood here? Because yes. this ain't it. <laughs> yes, dude. I know. I, it's so funny when people are like that, dude. You're in the hood right now. I'm like, I'm in Waterford. Okay, <laughs> I'm fucking Waterford. I'm not in the hood. <laughs> I'm like, I'm looking around at these houses. I'm like, there are no, there are no bars on these windows. So yeah, this is like, so, what are you talking about? The hood. I don't know what you're talking the about. Hood. It's funny. Uh, anyway, I wanted to. I'm gonna. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, whoa. Was that really loud for you? I don't. Yeah, hell yeah, it was loud. Bro, tried to murder I'm me so with your sorry. Noise. <laughs> I'm just going to play this. Incidentally, it's the first time you ever apologized to me. Damn. Well, she's already better than me. This is how I chase all my suspects. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he went east. Oh, shit, okay. Damn oh, he went north again. Ah, shit. He went east. What is that? Is it's that a fight, or something? fight simulator. Oh, that's weird. Hmm. Interesting. Look at this uh, intense pursuit simulation. Gosh, I can't imagine why NYPD has low standards. Look, look, look. Action shot. The slow slow motion action shot. Yeah. At least this chick can pull 176 pounds. Hell yeah, she can. So I said, she's actually in shape, man. I said, I think I'd have a hard time doing this. I could do jujitsu all day, but this. But you'd never see me in those shorts. Never. The comments was they're teaching people to be trigger happy. <laughs> uh, anyway, that was the NYPD test, which I don't know. What do you th- what do you think about that test? You know, it's it's typical of any other uh, obstacle course, really. I mean, you just got to get through it in a certain amount of time, and you pace yourself because it's a, it's time. I mean, you cut that time in half, and now all of a sudden you got yourself a real. A real event. It's not even an obstacle course at that point. Yeah, event. you have to get that she in might... under three and a half minutes. Every, yeah. Everything that she just did. Put that to two minutes, and you can start charging tickets prices for that. Because <laughs> that would be interesting. So that's a lot of work there. I mean, it could be a lot of work. What do you think? I mean, I saw she's jogging. I get it. But she's just timing. Uh, 
You know what I mean? Like she's just. I don't know. I guess they were just. I I don't think she was doing it for time. I think she was doing it for demonstration. I don't. Th- I don't think that she was actually doing the test for time at the time. Yeah. Um. I don't know, man. To me, that's pretty. It's pretty dumb. So is Michigan's though. I'm not no, saying yeah, that sure. M. Coles is better. I think it's all mostly stupid. I think a lot of these, like. I think some of the ones um, are pretty good. Texas um, is the the mile and a half run, the push ups, sit ups, and um, vertical jump. Although the vertical jump thing to me is weird because Michigan has that too, and I think it's relatively useless. I don't yeah, really know sure what a what vertical jump what... has to do with. Is it to get like, cats out of trees or something? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> now getting over the obstacle, the kite? like. The old the old Malazzi test was similar to something like that. Um, it was like nine events, eight or nine events or whatever. I thought that was better than the current M. Coles thing. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's weird. Yeah, it's hard to say because it's been so long since I've taken the Malazzi test. Honestly, I just – it's been so long. I remember – I remember some parts of it, you know, but in the end, obstacle courses, I get – I. I think an obstacle course is actually a better measurement than just a mile and a half run. Like nobody's going to run a mile and a half ever in police work. It's just never going to happen. Yeah, um, that's why I so, do like the Michigan has the half mile shuttle run. You got to go back and forth between the cones. Uh, yes, and that's that's pretty exhausting and that's pretty good. It I, is. I think I think that one is like more realistic. Like I think my longest foot chase was about point. F- I think we like we. <laughs> it was in the winter too. And you know we were coughing so bad after running running after this dude, yeah. and uh, but we went on to Google Maps and like <laughs> traced our route. I was like, dude, that was the <laughs> longest foot chase of my life, and it was like 0. 0.4 miles or something. Right? Like that. Yeah. It was like it wasn't even a half mile. I mean, it was long, but it was like noticeably long. But it wasn't even that long. So like most crackheads run out of steam about <laughs> about a quarter mile in. <laughs> I. I was at a foot chase one time in Detroit uh, off of Livernoy. Uh, I think it was off of Livernoy. <laughs> and uh, the guy had just ripped a purse from a lady or something to that effect. And I forgot how they called it out. Like, well, how, what does the suspect you know, look like? And it was something like, and I'm not kidding. This is, and this is how it was back in the day. Um, he said he's he's dressed in all whatever color it was, walking down the street like a badass. And I know that sounds really weird and dumb. <laughs> yeah. Sure as shit. We are at the red light. I look a little bit to my left and I'm like, holy fuck, there he is. I mean, this guy was walking like uh, G- George Jefferson. Yeah. Like <laughs> with a purse and he was dressed in all like it was some weird color, too. And it was that was the longest foot chase I was ever in, um, and that was it was like I felt like I was in a movie um, because I got hit by a car, he got Whoa. hit by a car, we went down onto the freeway, like it was it was so bizarre and 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 long. And it, it was it made no no sense, and I remember it was cold and the weather wasn't great. And we ran so long. Um, we jumped. We it was on the. We ended up on the service drive in this car. 
it it hit him like he went in, into the windshield and i went over the car and kept running he jumped the fence to the freeway all the way down into the freeway i think it's 96 there and i'll never forget he, it was so weird i seriously can still see his face or at least his eyes you know he went to run across and i work noons and it's busy 96 is busy at like whatever at eight or 10 o'clock at night you know yeah and he was gonna run across and he slipped and he fell into the first lane of traffic not all the way but like half of his body and he like looked back at me as i was coming up on him like this is it like like i've you know what I mean? Like he was like, yeah, yeah. this is, this is where it ends for me. And I grabbed him and I yanked him. I think I, I don't know if it was his shirt or if it was his waist or what, I don't know. But I mean, as cars were woo, 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 like that, and it was just like a movie and he didn't fight after and that. And if you know nothing. drivers in Detroit on 96, they ain't stopping oh, for that dude. No. They'll hit him like a squirrel. If <laughs> they would not have cared. And he was. And keep on I mean, driving. And it's dark. You can't really see people. And so it was just like, it was like a movie to me. I'll never forget just kind of that look that he gave me. Like, like this is where it ends for me. Like he just, you know, and I don't even remember it. Like, like it's, it was bizarre. It was very bizarre, man. I remember, I remember the car that hit us too. It was like a seventies, like big, like light bluish car. Like it was like a old, old mobile or some shit like that. <laughs> A boat. Fucking great, dude. It was. It was a big <laughs> car, you know. And he went up under the windshield and then got out. He just kept on running. I ended up over top of the fucking thing on the hood. But, yeah, right. It was fucking hilarious, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Carlin> stoops. <laughs> yeah, no shit, man. It was, it was something else. I've, guys, I got to tell you, Detroit, there was some, if you're a young person, I had some really good times i will not that i will probably never forget unless i get alzheimer's but and then it'll just be the bad stuff that i remember so but uh man yeah that was good. two words working in detroit was great <laughs> start doing that for everything oh my god fucking great stuff man oh boy yep that's it man oh <sighs> yeah it's almost like we don't want it to end it's been such a it's been a good time yeah, All I these guys got some. Get on with my day, I guess. Yeah. You know what? I do have good chase stories. Not gonna lie, because <laughs> that was back when you could chase. You know, and when when you're young, when you're young and dumb enough to chase. You know what I mean? Um, I certainly wouldn't be like that now, but yeah, back then, <laughs> anything goes in a Crown Vic. So. <laughs> Indeed. Well, cool. Well, we gave you guys a Guinness. Guinness length show today. So definitely one of our longest. Don't blame us if you feel your membership is undervalued. It ain't because of us. <laughs> I mean, unless you just talk about show quality, then we get it. But then it's all on us, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. Uh, Let's end this broadcast. All right. Did Thanks, Elijah guys. die? It's possible. Oh, it's very possible. He told us in a group text last night that he would be here. He said he would be here, but he would be he late. He'd be late. So but instead, he's, he's just not here. He had a he had his uh, sleep. And there's been no text, so I stroke. cannot rule out. I cannot rule out death. So. No, we certainly can. I mean, that's the first thing I go to. I will jump to that every time. Hundred miles yeah. an hour. 
every time. Right, to the worst case scenario. Yeah. Maybe we'll have to force him. If this show was in Oregon, we might be able to compel him to be on the show by $500,000 bond. (laughs) Sorry, buddy. You have to be here. You have to contribute. (sighs) All right. That's it. Goodbye. All right, guys. All you people.